With the upcoming elections quickly approaching, how likely will it be that constitutionalists will be elected? The political pundits all equate the results based on Republican or Democrat victories rather than on constitutionalists versus everyone else. Generally speaking, the constitutionalists run on the Republican Party ticket. This is because Democrats are usually to the left of Republicans on many issues. Now, I'm not saying there aren't exceptions, but they become less and less as the years go by. For instance, have you paid any attention over the years to constitutionalists campaigning from local to state offices? If you have, you have probably noticed a behind-the-scenes war. It also might surprise you to know or who or what is the main enemy of the constitutionalists. The answer is the Republican Party apparatus. It always has been. This was the case years ago when I ran for office. I received no support whatsoever from the large county Republican apparatus. This oftentimes is the case during specific types of internal party elections. For instance, when decisions are being made regarding delegates to conventions, platform issues, or deciding on officers in the party. Just a couple of weeks ago, a very concerned lady contacted me explaining that the Republican Party apparatus was not supporting a candidate in her area who had a chance to win a state office. This candidate was a strict constitutionalist running as a Republican. She met with three local men already ensconced in the legislature and asked them to at least endorse the candidate. It didn't surprise me when she said they refused because the party apparatchik would not do so. The three men did not want to go against the party line. It obviously would work against them if they decided to climb the ladder in future offices. If you pay attention, you will find the Republican National Party will not fund any real constitutionalist campaigns. It's because they fear they cannot control constitutionalists once they're elected. If called on it, the Republican leadership claims that the candidate is incapable of being elected. Now, you may feel that I'm being unfair, but I want you to pay close attention to how men and women in office respond to questions asked by conservative pundits on Fox or Newsmax. When the politician is asked what they're going to do about a situation, they rarely even come close to what they will or will not be doing. Instead of answering the question, they often redirect or deflect the question with blaming those lousy Democrats. Their ultimate answer is, just elect us and the problems will be solved. I'm sorry, but Republicans had the executive branch, the Senate, and the House in 2017 and 2018, and the major problems were not solved. Yes, some good things were done, but not major initiatives to roll back big government bureaucracy by the Republican leadership in Congress. Just look at the Republican leadership in Congress. Many are rich due to the Chinese, just as are the Democrats. Mitch McConnell, for instance, he hates anything America first. Kevin McCarthy has marched in the streets with a communist. These types of elected officials hold the power for as long as they can without getting anything substantial done. 
Perhaps a better way of expressing it is nothing will get undone. Excessive bureaucracy must be eliminated. We are dealing with a conspiracy which has always infiltrated the enemies they fight. In the end, as a result, the government is ineffective in fighting them. Do not think for an instant that the insiders have not infected the Republican Party. Let me give you an old example which I witnessed firsthand. In 1963 and 1964, there was a draft Goldwater Committee. This was an organization that was responsible for the nomination of Senator Barry Goldwater for president. I was a foot soldier in that effort. I would attend meetings and rallies, but always came away feeling as if something was lacking. After the debacle of the election of 1964, when Goldwater was soundly defeated, I noticed that two things happened. One, those Republicans who were not enthusiastic about Goldwater suddenly became Goldwater enthusiasts so they could fool the rank and file to elect them into Republican positions. And two, the leadership of the draft Goldwater committee turned out to be rhinos, Republicans in name only. They had done all they could to prevent a Goldwater victory while pretending otherwise. A perfect example happened in a mass meeting in a large metropolitan movie theater. I recall the state chairman of the Goldwater Committee getting up and saying that it was okay if a candidate for office rejected Goldwater if it helped them get elected. Now how's that for supporting the presidential candidate and pumping up the crowd to go out and get to work? With being strictly anti-communist at the time, I began to realize that there was a conspiracy of sorts. As time went on, I witnessed the conspiracy within the Republican politics as well as within their ranks. I may not be able to pinpoint specifics, but it is evident in the results. And as I constantly remind people, Franklin Roosevelt purportedly said, in politics, nothing happens by accident. If it happens, you can bet it was planned that way. I have mentioned before and do again that you have to study the origins of the Republican Party to be able to understand the machinations of its leadership today. The best place to get this information is in the book To the Victor Go the Myths and Monuments. What we see happening are not mistakes. No one makes the kinds of mistakes they do whether it is Joe Biden or Mitch McConnell. How the election will turn out will depend on what the grassroots do to propel the good candidates into office. The national leadership of the Republican Party is not helping tip the balance in this election relative to good conservatives or constitutionalists from Pennsylvania to Arizona. Once the election is over, the continued work of the John Birch Society will count even more. The Marxists will pour everything into the fight, and we must be just as determined to stop them. In addition, we must expose false solutions, which will be put forward by the Republicans, which will make the situation even worse, from federal financing of private education, local police, or rewriting the Constitution. We need to educate and organize enough people to win. It is not a battle over political politics. It's a battle over the minds and hearts of the American people. 
Please spread the word by going to our social media channels and hitting like, subscribe, and share.